to the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich with Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Enjoy your lunch with our fun-filled McPherson Radio Sports Show every Thursday from 12.15 to 1. Nathan and Steve will dive into and take a few bites from all your favorite local... Off the left side, still on his feet, end zone, touchdown, come! McPherson, the sophomore. Who is Jayton Gum? Oh, he just made a name for himself right there. College. Man goes in motion. Southwestern loads the box. Hill running to the near sideline and is in. Touchdown Bulldogs. The wild Mish works again and they engineer a game. Go ahead. Touchdown drive. And pro sports. And two to Kendry's Morales. A two-run lead for Kansas City. Sends a ball well hit into left center field. And that one is gone! And the Chiefs' kingdom has firmly planted its flag on top of football's highest summit. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 54. So grab your food, get your drink, turn up that radio, and enjoy your lunch with the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on McPherson's Radio, 96.7 FM KBBE, and online at midkansasradio.com. And now, here's Nathan Sage and Steve Sell. Got me hot. And welcome back into the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. We got our intro back, Steve. We are ready to rock. We got tons of sports to talk about. More postponements, but we do got some sports to talk about, uh, starting with, obviously, high school football postseason round three. We still got some area teams in it, including McPherson, and uh, McPherson taking on their arch rival in Bueller, a game we've already seen once this year back on October 9th in an 18-6 affair, a cold wintry night that night, sorry, fall night, not winter yet, fall yeah. night uh, here in Kansas, um, but either way, uh, football we got volleyball. We got stuff on McPherson College. We got NASCAR. This, you know, during this episode, we got a bunch of stuff. Um, but first, let's get to that McPherson versus Bueller uh, round two in round three of the playoffs. Um, I think when it comes to it, Steve, uh, throw out what we've already seen. 18 to 6, yeah, but that was a windy, cold time, not a normal affair. I think uh, both teams, this could be a fun time. Yeah, and anytime McPherson and Bueller get together, uh, you know it's going to be a classic. Always has been. Uh, I did my pre-seat on midkansasonline.com today and pointed out the last time these teams met in the playoffs. Of course, that game ended with the infamous Jade play, the Bullpups. In fact, I, I ran the picture from that play uh, with my pre-seat today, kind of pump our guys up a little bit. And uh, that was an incredible night. Still the greatest finish for me to cover in a McPherson high game. I should say football game. And uh, when these two teams get together, there's no secrets. Uh, we know who their good guys are. They know who our good guys are. And it just comes down to execution. Yeah, well, I think when, when we talked to Coach Pav today, both of us, I think in that 18-6 to game, there was mistakes on both sides. Uh, a lot of penalties in that game, turnovers, just uncharacteristic play for both teams. And Coach Pav said it perfectly. He believes his squad and Bueller kind of focus on this game almost too much and you kind of play tight and don't play yourselves and and then add into it the conditions you're already under in that game when you had the cold wind and nobody wanted to be out on that field um 
I, it just gave that recipe for that 18 to six game. Uh, McPherson obviously um, took care of what they needed to take care of through the air in that game, only ran the ball for about 75 yards. Um, so I was talking to Coach Pav obviously today, getting ready for that game and talking about balance. And I think when it comes to this offense, if they can balance run, the run game and the, the throwing, which we've seen out of Dylan Rinker, um, I think the outcome might be a little bit different in this one. Well, to me, just doing the eyeball test, McPherson is the deeper team in terms of talent. I think I think the Bullpups are better on both sides of the ball, but again, it comes down to execution. We've seen it in the postseason so many times with this Bullpup team. You look at the last three years and the games that they lost, which all came in the semifinals, this is just the quarters, but the, the, the three games they've lost in the semifinals, it's all been because of things that happened that didn't happen during the season. Uh, the Bullpups, I remember in the Andale game back in 17, gave up two long pass plays. The fullback streaked right down the middle twice twice in the first, I think it was the first quarter, and the Bullpups played from behind all night against Andale, lost that game. And then you look, you know, last year, Andover Central, that's a game the Bullpups gave up one play. And other than that, Andover Central did absolutely zero. Uh, Andover Central didn't even have 100 yards and won that game last year. It was a 7-0 game. So, you know, you look at you. You just look at this bullpup team. If they've got to play like they played last week, that kind of freewheeling, wide open style of football. And I and I've said it before. I think the bullpups have a great advantage um, in that they throw the ball as well as they run it. And some games it's been about the pass and not the run. Some games it's been about the run and not the pass. Bueller, you pretty know pretty much know what you're going to get. It's going to be Sam Elliott running the football. He's the best back the Bullpups have seen all year and will see. Uh, but they can throw it a little bit. And they threw it uh, – they had some guys open that last game. And uh, Bullpup defense is going to have to tighten up a little bit. One thing Coach Pab did say, um, our offensive line in that first game did not play as well as it has. Here. You know, lately they've been outstanding. And he says those guys have, feel like they have something to prove. They feel like they need to get that running game going. I believe the Bullups were held to like 70, 75 yards rushing that first game, the only time I believe they were under 100 in a game all year. But uh, the way Jayton Gum has been running lately, Shriner, they don't need much of a hole. They are really running, uh, you know, with reckless abandon. And, and just one hit doesn't get them down. Uh, they continue to churn and spin and pick up the extra yard. So I still think the Bullpups are the favorite in the game. But, again, you don't know about the conditions tomorrow night. I think the weather uh, is not supposed to be too bad. It's going to be a little cool. <laughs> But I think it's supposed to be dry, and uh, that helps the Bullpups immensely. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be as windy as it was last time. I remember uh, in the pregame last time, you said the key to the game was the coin flip in that one because right. just how bad the wind was. And I don't I don't know if it's going to be the same way this time, but I will say I think for McPherson to really have success – if they can get the ball first and score first, it, it's harder for Bueller to, relying on that running game to score quickly as as it, as more as it is for McPherson. Um, and then you know, you mentioned the offensive line play and how great they've been playing last week against Augusta. That defensive line and those linebackers, I think, played the best they've played all season long. They seemed fired up. They were physical. And if they can play that same way and bring that same intensity, I don't see Sam Elliott really doing much. Well, Sam Elliott's going to get his yards. 
I mean, he's going to get his 100, 120 yards. The big thing is don't let him pop the big one. And that's what the Bullpups did a great job of uh, in the last meeting. Sam, I don't think he had a run over 25 yards. You know, you look at his game last week, 280 yards. He had some cross-country runs. You just can't allow him to just go crazy and go over 200 yards with three or four touchdowns. Now, uh, I always worry about the passing game because Neal is a very good quarterback. Yep. He, he has a great arm. He's a great baseball pitcher. And this McCurdy, number one, uh, I was real impressed with him in the first meeting. He makes a lot of tough catches. Uh, they got another kid. They got a tight end that's not bad. Uh, Bueller is playing great football right now. They have averaged 45 points their last three games. They've only been giving up about six points their last three games. Granted, they haven't played very tough competition the last couple of games, but neither of the Bullpups. So I think it's the team that gets off to the hot start that uh, really takes command. And we are kind of hoping. Uh, we saw him warming up in that game. Uh, before that game in Augusta, Alexander uh, warming up on the field. We don't know for sure if he's going to be out there, but we're hoping that he will be. Uh, I think an, ad, uh, an addition like him, uh, even if he's not at full 100%, He's, he, it's still addition to that defense. Uh, Jayton Alexander at 75% is better than about any other player 100%. He's the quarterback on the field. You know, he and Labertu have kind of been leading that defense all year. Uh, but you talked about the defensive line. Uh, we got about five guys that rotate in. Uh, you know, they basically play, you know, four down linemen and the two linebackers and the five in the secondary. But uh, they got four or five guys or five or six guys that rotate in on that defensive line. And they're really picking it up. Drew Hankin. Uh, has really been tremendous in recent games. He's going to be a first-team All-League defensive lineman, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, the ends, Landrum, Gibbs, Becker, those guys have all been doing a great job. Maneer's been a, you know, a run stuffer inside. Uh, Mason Miller getting a few more snaps on the field. But uh, this bullpup defense, they, they know they've got one job, and that's to keep Sam Elliott contained. Don't let him run wild. He'll get his four and five yards of carry. You just can't let him go – go off for over 200 yards and some long touchdown runs. I will say it's good that McPherson has played teams that have had that flex bone offense. So I'd say they won't be fooled, but um, you've seen it more than three times now. Uh, should be a little bit easier seeing it, but it does. Uh, it is all about the play fake. It's, it's all about, you know, how they execute on offense. And we know Bueller can execute it better than anybody right now. So again, it'll be, it'll be a challenge, but I do think uh, McPherson can come out with a win. The one thing I would also caution them about is i don't say overlook bueller um but we do know andover central lost last week so um there's a path to the state championship game clearer than usual so i think honestly i think me and you both agree that the winner of this game could be playing in that and you look at that other game arc city wamigo um i had wamigo getting there uh, I did not have Arc City getting there i didn't realize andover central was going to be without several starters due to covid that's one, I mean, you don't want to take anything away from Arc City, but our, uh, Andover Central was missing a bunch of players from what I've been told. And Arc City, though, has a, they've always had great individual talent. It's putting together a team. They have a great quarterback in the Welch kid. They got one of the best defensive linemen in the state in Tavian Mack. Uh, Arc City will beat Wamigo. I hate to, for Coach Tremble to hear that. I'm sure he's saying, you know, all roads do go through Wamigo. Well, I got a feeling even though Arc City goes to Wamigo, it's going to be Arc City getting the win in that game, and they'll face the winner. Arc City will face the winner of McPherson-Bueller, and, of course, we're hoping the Bullpups can get through uh, with a victory in that game. 
But again, McPherson Bueller, the Bullpups have won the last five. Three of those games have been very close, though, have gone down to the wire. Uh, of course, this last game uh, was very close for a half, and it really, you never felt comfortable uh, in the game 18 to 6, but you just never felt comfortable as a Bullpup fan. Either way, they'll be playing on Friday, uh, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock uh, kickoff right here at McPherson Stadium, and you can hear all that action on 96.7 KBBE. Me and Steve, Steve and I Steve will be and there. I, yeah. Steve and I will be there and calling the action live, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. Hi, my name is Dr. Esther Reddick, a board-certified Mayo Clinic-trained ophthalmologist at 901 North Main. We provide the latest technology in eye care. We have treatments for glaucoma, macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, and more. I also perform surgeries at the McPherson Center for Health. Visit me online or on Facebook and at estervreddick.com or call 245-0556. Your eyes, your health, our passion. Farmers Insurance Group and Agent Brad Forsberg are two names you can trust with all your insurance needs. With the annual Medicare renewal period from October 15th through December 7th, now is the time to contact Agent Brad Forsberg. Brad can help you with all your Medicare and Medicare supplement plan renewal needs and answer any questions you might have. Give Brad a call at 620-504-5133 and let him get the best insurance plan for you. Farmers Insurance Agent Brad Forsberg, ready to help you with all your insurance needs. Banking is different these days, but at People's Bank, we're here to help. You can visit us at any of our drive-thru locations or utilize one of our 16 ATMs, many of which accept deposits. You can even bank from home by visiting us online at peoples.bank or use other features such as mobile banking, People's Pay, or our new Apple Watch app. We understand that you have banking needs. And just as before, we will continue to be here for you. People's Bank and Trust, member FDIC. McPherson Center for Health is pleased to announce that the Hess Fitness Center is once again accessible 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We've taken extra measures to make this space safe and enjoyable for you to get back to your fitness routine. For more information and special instructions prior to your visit, please go to www.mcphersonhospital.org or call 620-241-2251, extension 176. Controlling your own weather can be easier than controlling anything else these days. This is Julie with RC Heating and Cooling. With a well-working cooling and heating system, you can be in control of your indoor weather at home. With so many things out of our hands, it's a good feeling to have a bit of stability. Call RC for a free estimate on new cooling and heating equipment. Call RC when your unit isn't up to par. Call RC to stay comfortable in any weather. Call RC, 241-2787. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another... Well, that was definitely not walking on sunshine. I think it's the twilight zone. Either way, we're back with the lunchtime sports sandwich on 96.7 KBBE. Nathan Sage with Steve Sell. Interesting as... uh, it actually shows down Halloween now on there, but it originally showed uh, Walking on Sunshine. I was hoping to bring back a little upbeat, but that got got us down 
either way, uh, we're back, and we need to talk about other uh, high school football action around the area this Friday. Canton Galva is going to be hosting Madison. Little River will be hosting Chase County, and Inman goes on the road to face Conway Springs. Me and Steve talking off air, we both agree. Those three games are going to be good games, but the best game I think out of all of those is going to be that Inman at Conway Springs. The most competitive, close game will be that one. Well, I tell you, Inman has just done a great job all year. And then you look at comparative scores, uh, Conway Springs has the better record, but Inman's done better against the same teams that Conway Springs has played. So uh, the only downer for Inman is it has to go on the road. And uh, that's always tough to win at Conway Springs. But i tell you, Coach Sawyer, he might be the most excited coach of all the coaches left in the playoffs. He just can't wait to get on the field. You know, he, uh, he sends me the stuff that, uh, for our pregame, and he's just so thankful to be coaching this team this year and how much fun it's been. You look at the other games, Canton Galva versus Madison, that's a battle of – 10-0 teams. Uh, Canton Galva pretty much had their way with Madison last year, and I don't think anything's going to change this year. Little River and Chase County. Chase County, kind of a surprise team to me. Uh, I think Little River controls that game early and often and comes away with a victory. I really believe all four teams that we have in the playoffs playing on Friday, McPherson, Canton, Galva, Little River, and Inman, I believe they're all going to win on Friday. It's interesting with that Canton Galva and Little River game because the winners of those games are going to face each other. So we could see that Canton Galva Little River again. Uh, we know that's always a competitive, fun game. And then, yeah, we did mention Inman and Conway Springs. That's going to be a, a ball game. And you did mention Coach Sawyer there. It, it's just impressive that what it, what they've done this year uh, started out with that opening week loss and then just kind of rattled them off. And we had questions about them throughout the season, and then they just kind of surprises i think that oakley game really opened our eyes but other yeah, than that it really did and uh, of course edmund played smith center uh number three team uh in the last game of the regular season the Teutons had more than 100 yards more of offense but four turnovers in that game and coach sawyer said he feels like if they don't turn the ball over they can beat anybody and that's the you know that's really the the way they've lost their two games is they had a rash of turnovers so conway springs of course very interesting football team uh, single wing, they got the spinner package. You know, they really do a lot of deception, a lot of fakes. But you look at their scores, uh, there's been some games uh, where they've struggled a little offensively. Only beat Plainville 14-7. to uh, Inman beat Plainville 35-7. to So it's going to be very important to play assignment football. Uh, Conway Springs, they pretty much know, isn't going to throw it very much. You probably have about eight or nine in the box, but you have to watch all the fakes, watch the misdirection, and I think if the Teutons do that, they will come away with the victory. And if you cannot go to those games or uh, can't tune in for when we give the updates throughout the McPherson game, you can tune in for the High School Coaches Show on Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, and get the results of that, and then we'll know who uh, everybody's been playing, if they're continuing playing. Either way, you can tune in for the uh, High School Coaches Show on Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, right here on 96.7 KBBE for that one. As we get to other sports right now, I wanted to get to volleyball. Uh, McPherson High, the uh, the awards, postseason awards are coming down. I know we're still kind of in fall sports with football, but all those postseason awards are starting to come down. I know it was great to see all the awards out of McPherson, uh, Steve. Yeah, uh, volleyball came out this week. Ryan Swanson uh, was the league MVP. 
Uh, Christy Doyle of McPherson was the coach of the year. Katie Berg, whose signing I went to yesterday, she signed with Division One Long Island University. She joined Ryan Swanson on the first team. Uh, the Bullpups had two second-team selections in uh, Brett Doyle and Taylor Casebeer. And Ella Schmid made the honorable mention team. Uh, I felt like Lauren Labertu should have been in there somewhere, too. And I'm sure Coach Doyle does, too. But you just can't get quite everybody on there. And then uh, today, the Central Kansas League honors came out. And all six Smoky Valley starters did earn uh, some kind of mention, including a couple first-team picks. Abby Rose, she was one of only two unanimous selections in the CKL. And then Bree Franklin uh, also made the first team. And then four other Vikings uh, were named second team and honorable, to the second team and honorable mention. If you go to midkansasonline.com, you can see the complete uh, team on there. I've got that posted. I've also had the uh, team posted for the AVCTL Division Three. It was pretty much bullpup domination and no wonder they were 10 and 0 in the league uh bueller was in second and they were seven and three so bullpups won the league won it in dominating fashion and uh, of course they ended up getting fourth at the state and getting back to smoky valley they finished second in the state that third deciding set came down to the final two points uh sabetha got those points and won that 25 23 but a great year for mcpherson high in volleyball Great year for Smoky Valley in volleyball. Uh, we had some other schools that had a real nice year. Inman, yep. Inman shared, the, or you know, they were the Heart of America champions. Mound Ridge had a good year. Heston got, you know, after a real slow start, they got back to 500. Uh, like I said, I think I mentioned Mound Ridge had a Elyria good year. Christian had a Elyria decent year. Christian had a decent year. Uh, Little River had a good year. They they went a long way in their uh, sub-state tournament, almost made it to state. So really good year of volleyball in the area and of course we'd already wrapped up tennis we'd wrapped up cross country still waiting on the postseason honors of soccer i imagine we'll get those either sometime today or tomorrow i know coach adrian has to have cody achilles and logan ediger uh, on the first team somewhere Um, caden hargray might have a shot to make the first team you have to remember though in soccer it's not just division three it's three and four combined so there's a lot bigger player pool to choose from but no doubt coach adrian will have some uh guys on that team they did a great job uh made it to the regional finals they were one step away you know from making the you know to to uh or making the uh, quarterfinals so uh it's been just been a great fall uh for mcpherson and area athletics yeah it's been that's one thing we've talked about all season long is we didn't know how far we'd get to get through the fall season it's been amazing i know COVID is on the rise right now and and i think uh we need to keep reiterating to people uh, you got to do what you got to do you got to do the right thing wear a mask stay away i know that you know all these events are coming up and there's the holiday season's coming up and shopping's going to be gearing up so that's why you take part in the radio auction and that's why you you do other ways to shop online you know a lot of these local stores have online too but do what you need to do to stay safe during COVID-19 and the reason is is we're already seeing it impact the winter sports, specifically the colleges when it comes to basketball. Uh, that's kind of my segue into that. We've had, I guess I'm going to let you do it. See, Steve, you've come into my office, I think, almost every 10 minutes, it seems like, with another postponement or a cancellation um, due to COVID issues. And it's not just at one college, it's at all of them. Yeah, you know, we cover three colleges, McPherson College, Central Christian College, and Bethany College. And it's just been postponement after postponement. Uh, the other night, um, Mac women did get their game in. They were supposed to play friends, got postponed. Oklahoma Wesleyan's game got postponed. They said, hey, 
if you're healthy and we're healthy, let's get together and let's get the game out of the way. So they played. The men haven't played since uh, a week ago Wednesday. Uh, the men were supposed to play tomorrow night at KW. That game has been postponed. The women's game, uh, I haven't checked my email uh, as of, yeah. uh, as of, since I got back from uh, uh, my break. But uh, as of now, the women's game between Mack and Wesley and still on for Salina, that will be a great uh, matchup because Mac is undefeated. KW has the two best players in the conference, and they were the conference champions last year. Uh, Brittany Roberts for the Bulldog women, just unbelievable start. She's averaging 28 points, 17 rebounds. She could pull an Xavier McDaniel and lead the nation in scoring and rebounding at this pace. Let's figure. Let, let, let's be realistic, though. For her to keep those numbers up is probably insane because adjustments are going to be made. Teams are going to start doubling up. She's going to kick it out. It's one thing I've been very impressed with Brittany. She's she's starting to get doubled. Instead of getting frustrated, she kicks it out. Uh, Mason Mosley the other night took advantage, knocked down three threes. Bulldogs a great win on Wednesday night, beating Oklahoma Wesley and a team picked ahead of them. They've actually beaten two teams picked ahead of them in the conference already to start conference play. Uh, Central Christian College, their men have been hit with COVID. Uh, the women have been able to get their games in for the most part, uh, and they're uh, pl- allegedly playing tonight at Wayland Baptist and then Saturday at Oklahoma ba- uh, ha- uh, Panhandle. I have not heard yet if those games have been postponed. As of now, they told me they're on. Uh, that's a long trip, though, uh, when you go down to Texas and Oklahoma, especially with COVID going on. But basketball season is going to be interesting, and I know – uh, there's not been a definitive plan for high school yet. I do know there's been a lot of conversations. Um, I've even heard there's a chance, you know, we'll play the December schedule and then they may take a little longer break because they know families get together for Christmas yep. and they may delay the start in January, you know, maybe to like the 12th or 15th or something like that. We'll let everyone know when there oh, is yeah. a when there is a decision made. Um, what happens, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I think they feel like if they give the break, uh, you know, a little longer break, uh, people, you know, have had time to get COVID recovered from it. But again, we need that vaccine to get approved by the FDA and then people start taking it. And then uh, we got to get back to some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. And, and you mentioned all the basketball and everything being delayed with that. You got other sports at Matt College and other, you know, football. They're done. Yeah, and volleyball and soccer. It, it's 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 not just one team. It's all over. So that's why we're keep reiterating: do the right thing, wear a mask. I know you don't like doing it, but you got to do it um, to keep everybody safe, so we can keep these sports going. Because these kids work hard day in and day out, and you want to see them compete. And I'm all for whatever the schools have to do if they need to to make a longer delay. As long as these kids can get a chance to compete, that's all I'm for. Yeah, and uh, like you said, uh, Matt College football ended up 3-4 and four for the fall. Now, the KCAC has got what they call a flex schedule, and when they're supposed to be having spring football, it, this year spring football is going to be part of the season. So teams are going to be working out, you know, when they come back in February. Uh, I think the flex schedule starts in March. So instead of having 15 days of spring practices you're going to have three two or three weeks of games the bulldogs were able to get seven of their games in but uh, uh they have postponed uh they were to play avila uh this week that game's postponed that was their last regular schedule game so the bulldogs lost three games to covid 
Bethany lost four games to COVID. Now, volleyball season is not over. It's just kind of on hold right now. But, again, they're going to play a spring schedule too. Soccer is going to play a spring yep. schedule. So volleyball and soccer, the KCAC went to this split season where they're going to play some of it in the fall, some of it in the spring. And hopefully in the spring we won't have any by, – maybe by March, you know, we'll be kind of back to normal. Uh, I'm not I'm not banking on it, but yeah. uh, uh, if we are, that would be great. But, uh, again, uh, COVID-19 is taking over. I did notice on Twitter the Kansas City-Kansas schools, they are delaying the start of their season until January. So uh, um, we that puts our – you know, that, that, that's Kansas City, Kansas schools. Now, the, the, the Hy-Vee Classic that the Bullpups are supposed to p- take part in, I don't know if it deals with any Kansas City schools, but I, I still wonder if we'll make that trip to Kansas City considering, the you know, it'll be, we'll see how COVID is in December at that time. But uh, my guess is that's probably 50-50 right now. These athletic directors, I really, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, oh, my, yeah. my heart goes out to them because they've made their schedules. They've lined up their officials. They don't know from day to day how many games are going to be played. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, that Hy-Vee Classic supposed to be going down December 19th, that Saturday. Again, we just don't know at this point. We'll uh, play it by ear, and you can always go to midkansasonline.com. And as soon as we get the information, that's another thing I want to say is, when we get the information, we get it up as fast as we can. Right. The problem is we just sometimes don't get the information as fast as we'd like and a lot of people like because it's a changing, it's a fluid situation. Well, so, I'll tell you, Shane Bach, yes. does an incredible job uh, with McPherson High School. I mean, we know the moment, uh, you know, something's postponed. I have it on the website. They've got it on Twitter. Everybody knows. And, and you know, Shane just, you know, I can't say enough. It, it, it's been a tough year for all the athletic directors, you know, around the state and in the country to, you know, try to reschedule these games. Yeah, it, it is what it is. COVID-19 is here. And like we, we hope, we hope and hope and hope that it is uh, springtime. We'll be able to get some, get back to some sort of normal, but you just never know. So continue to do the right thing and we can try and get through this, but we'll take another break here and we'll be back with more of the lunchtime sports sandwich after this on 96.7 KBBE. Well, the holidays are here, and so is a festive new Nextech wireless deal. Loyal customers and newbies alike, trade in your tired old device. Get a new phone on us. Stuck somewhere else? No worries. We'll pay off your contract so you're free to switch and free to choose your new free phone. So visit the right people with the right deals and get the best phone on the best network. It's time for something different. Nextech wireless. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Next to Freddy's in McPherson. Hi, friends. This is Dana Sammer. People often ask me if and when they can switch from one Medicare supplement to another. The answer is that you can switch at any time, but it must be approved by the underwriters of the new company. In other words, if your health is good, you may be a candidate to switch companies to save money, for instance. Call me, Dana Sammer, with the Alliance Agency at 245-4861, and we can discuss your Medicare needs today. Or stop by our office on the second floor of the Warren Place. Thank you. Whether you're reimagining your backyard or transforming a few acres into a field of dreams, let Prairieland Partners show you how easy and affordable it is to own a John Deere. Go to prairielandpartners.com. Click on the PLP Builder to build, price, and buy a compact utility tractor, mower, gator, or skid steer. Get started today at prairielandpartners.com. Delivering the right solution. Prairie 
laying Santa isn't always easy, so why not this year give the gift that anyone will enjoy? Give Visa gift cards from Great Plains Federal Credit Union in McPherson. It's the gift that makes your job as Santa so much easier. Let the friendly and helpful elves at Great Plains Federal Credit Union make you a Santa Claus success. Stop by and get your Visa gift cards today. Great Plains Federal Credit Union, 720 North Main in McPherson, an equal housing lender, member NCUA. Janet's doing it. So is Fred. Bonnie's all over it. Same with Omar. Tim's been at it since February of last year. Corey started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Well, the doing part? Why, they're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. And they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? You ready to get at it and save? To start driving safe and saving in McPherson, call State Farm agent Galen Shields today. Discounts may vary. Not available in California, Massachusetts, New York, or Rhode Island. Your McPherson Board of Public Utilities offers a few winter safety tips. Keep space heaters a safe distance away from any combustible material such as bedding, drapes, or furniture. Close window coverings at night to keep heat indoors and open during the day so the sun can warm your home. Don't heat unused rooms. Close doors and registers. Clean or replace furnace filters monthly. Every degree you lower your thermostat saves up to 3% of your heating costs. Never attempt to move a fallen power line. Call the BPU emergency number at 620-245-2560 during working hours, 620-245-2554 after hours. Brown-eyed girl on the lunchtime sports sandwich. If you know me, you obviously know I usually save that for the high school coaches show on Saturday, but I was thinking about my wife, so why not get out there? She has beautiful brown eyes, so hopefully she enjoys that, and hopefully you do as well. We're back with the lunchtime sports sandwich. Steve Sell and I, Nathan Sage, joined here <laughs> with you. We got some uh, nationwide national sports to get to. We got some NASCAR, some NFL, uh, my complaint still to do. So first of all, I want to get to the NASCAR news. I know that's not a big part of our listening group, but uh, Chase Elliott, uh, son of awesome Bill from Dawsonville, Bill Elliott, wins the 2020 NASCAR championship. He beat Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, and Brad Keselowski in Phoenix in dominating fashion. He actually started from the back, had some problems uh, with uh, inspection at the beginning, um, had to race from the back, and... Came, he was in 10th place within 20 laps, and the next thing you know, uh, he's dominating the race. Uh, I know Joey Logano led over 100 laps in that one, but Chase Elliott still dominated at the end. I think he won by almost four seconds. Um, kind of a passing a torch moment. Jimmy Johnson retiring, seven champ, seven-time champion. Jimmy Johnson retired, and they shared a little fist bump, hand, high five. Oh, you can see it well, all over. I think over. didn't Clint Boyer? Yeah, oh yeah, Clint Boyer also from Emporia. He the retired. NASCAR, the the NASCAR is changing. It's yep. the Youth. old guard is kind of uh, filtering out. You know, uh, Gordon stepped down a few years ago. Uh, who was the other one that uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Yep. How, how could I forget him? Yeah, uh, he stepped down a couple years ago. Uh, you're seeing some new blood in NASCAR, and uh, you know, change is good. I know some people uh, just can't hardly watch the sport now that Dale Jr. is not racing, but Jimmy's stepped by or stepped down. So. Uh, you know, I haven't followed NASCAR as much as you and Grady Cooper do, but uh, I do. I did see that 
Elliott won, and that's great to see because Bill Elliott was one of the greats. I believe he is. Elliott is Chase Elliott is the third youngest at 24 years old. So you're talking about youth, a lot of youth in NASCAR right now, and even it's getting even younger with younger drivers coming up next year as well. So, want to congratulate again Chase Elliott as the NASCAR champion. Next race for NASCAR will be the Daytona 500 on Valentine's Day 2021. See if they can have some fans for that one. Who knows where we'll be with COVID? I did before we get to the Chiefs. I did want to lean over on you on steve i know you've been paying attention the masters going on right now it's right. weird it's november and we're talking about the the masters but hey it's going on and tiger's tearing it up early i know he was uh three under through seven holes lee westwood was four under and the guys that know me know i'm not a big lee westwood fan but they're they're westwood fans because i don't like him but lee westwood he, he his game is kind of like mine he's a I don't want to say I'm a great ball striker, but ball striking is the best part of my game. But Westwood can't putt. I can't putt at all. <laughs> and, you know, if I could putt, you know, I'd be a decent player, but I'm – You're like a happy Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a very good putter. So now I'm just an average, old, mediocre player. But the Masters needs Tiger to be in the hunt because, that, I mean, people – the audience that will tune in this year if Tiger's in the hunt because so many more people are watching TV – It'll just be off the chart. So we we need Tiger uh, to be in the hunt. It's great. I know they got it delayed when when COVID came out, so it's great to see it going on. It's weird because it's November. Either way, it's great to see uh, the Masters going on. As we go to NFL now, Chiefs have the bye week this week, so we don't really have much to talk on them. But I will say Patrick Mahomes continues to bolster his MVP candidacy, 30 for 45 passing, 372 yards, and four touchdowns against Carolina in a close game, 33-31. If you're a Chiefs fan, obviously you'd like to see the defense do a little bit better against – the Panthers, but it is Christian McCaffrey, and he was playing in that game. So it's and he's a not hard. playing this week. Yeah. The Chiefs hurt him, so yeah. he played one game. He's out this week. Patrick Mahomes now has 25 touchdown passes and one interception, and you know you can just see his maturity. He doesn't take as many risks as he used to. If the play's not there, he throws it away. That's one reason his passing percentage isn't as high as it's been in recent years because he's throwing the ball away instead of trying to force it into some tight spots. But, you know, 25 TDs, one interception, what a year. Now, the defense for the Chiefs, now, they are ranked sixth in points allowed, which is really good. But there's some alarming red flags going up for me, and one of those red flags is they can't get off the field. They're near the bottom in the league in getting off the field on third down. And they got to start making some plays on third down. And that, that's one reason the Chiefs haven't scored as many points this year as they have the last couple of years because the defense can't get off the field. And the Chiefs don't run as many plays. You know, if the Chiefs could run 65, 70 plays in a game, that would be ideal. But they've been in the, you know, high 40s, low 50s because the defense just spends way too much time on the field. They are the ultimate bend but not break defense. But, you know, they give up yards. And uh, but they don't give up points. We'll have to see what kind of adjustments and if they can get anybody back from injury when it comes to the bye week. Uh, they bad thing is they got to play at Las Vegas, a team they've already lost to this year. But the good news is it is a bye week, so you get a little bit more planning in that one. Uh, Thursday night football tonight. Indianapolis at Tennessee, seven twenty on Fox. That's a good one. It's going to be a, that's probably the one of the best Thursday night football games we've had all season. So tune in and enjoy that. Um, 
I think Tennessee's trying to rebound. Uh, they started the season hot. Last couple games, they have not been so good. But you know, I never count out Derrick Henry. He's a he's a well, man you know, amongst boys. Monday night was supposed to be the stinker game of the year, Jets and Patriots, and that turned out to be one of the best games. The Sunday night game was supposed to be this incredible shootout. New Orleans had Tampa Bay so far oh, out of yeah. the game in the first quarter that that game I clicked it off at halftime. Patriots and Jets, I stayed with that to the end because it came down uh, right to the right. Final few seconds, Cam Newton led the Patriots on a game-winning field goal drive. The Patriots escaped being the Jets' first victim this year. Uh, Jets just – that might be their best chance to win. But I thought the Jets played with a lot of heart in that game. Now it is time for – Nathan's Complaint of the Week. And this has to do with NBA. One thing I wanted to say, I saw a headline that James Harden and Russell Westbrook are concerned about the direction of the Houston Rockets, given post, given free agency, co- change in coaching, change in the offices there, everything that's going on. And I'm not going to read what I have typed up. I'm just going to shoot from the hip right now. The NBA over the past couple of years have seen a lot of you know free agents going here, free agents going here, trying to win championships. And I'm not ab- about not winning championships but i guess my question is your russell westbrook just signed with houston a year ago still has a long contract left with him still owed money i get you want to be on a winner i get you but we all know that generally takes time and you can't necessarily get free agent signings every year you're not going to get a lebron you're not going to get the high-end free agent so you need to take time to develop that and that's my biggest thing is we get to this point where it's almost like instant gratification you want the you want it and not have to work for it and that's my complaint of the week is just you know all i'll say is is that uh the nba is a players league the players have more power i think yeah than any other league they they basically tell the owners what to do who to sign and uh, I, i'm down on that too i just i just feel like uh these guys have gotten together and they're almost forming their own super teams. Yeah, and it, it, I get it. You want to win championships, but there's a lot of great players that didn't win championships, and they're still great players. Either way, I, I get it. This day in sports, we're running out of time here. This day in sports, 1953, blame this guy. District Judge Grimm rules the NFL can black out TV home games. So that was back in 1953. Also, this day last year, hmm. that's when we had the Astro scandal. Start, it came out with the stolen signs, uh, cameras visiting teams from 2015 to 2016. 17 so yeah so that came no team was happier that there were no fans in the stands than houston because everywhere they would have gone this year they would have been ridiculed but fans have long memories if there are fans in the stands this upcoming season they are going to hear heat like they've never heard it before birthdays on this day al michaels american sports caster obviously his famous voice born 1944 sammy sosa slamming sammy sosa i will say sammy sosa and mark mcguire if you watch baseball now and didn't watch it back in the 90s they brought help to bring baseball back from that strike in 94 the only problem is they had help yes yeah given (laughs) they especially sammy but um either way brought that back and then we just talked about it russell westbrook his birthday as well born in this day 32 1988 as we are out of time for the lunchtime sports sandwich another episode of the lunchtime sports sandwich you can catch us tomorrow for the bullpup football game 6 30 pregame with a kickoff set for 7 o'clock and the high school coaches show on Saturday, 8 o'clock in the morning, right here on 96.7 KBBE. But until then, we will catch you on the flippity flip.
That's going to do it for this week's version of the Lunchtime Sports Sandwich. I hope you all enjoyed your lunch with a side of sports courtesy of myself and Steve Sell. Until next week, go Bulldogs. Go Bullpups. Go Wildcats. Go Jayhawks. Go Royals. And go Chiefs.